Hello and welcome to Quest Me, your weekly review show of everything Star Wars. My name is Josh and I am your forever host and the creator of the Twist My Arm Network. The network that brings you Quest Me. Uh, the network that brings you Sudden But Inevitable and Marvel Cannon Madness and Twist My Arm and all sorts of other shows. Best Flicks with Ricky D. Go to twistmyarm.net for information on all of those shows. We, as Quest Me, go live on Tuesdays at around 8 to 8.30 Mountain Time. Although tonight we are a little bit earlier. Normally, we go at around 8 Mountain Time. You can find us on Twitter at QuestMeTMA. And of course, this season, we are talking all about the new Star Wars series on Disney+. Plus. It's called Andor. Thank you all for joining us tonight. Um, and before we talk about episode 9 of Andor, which is called Nobody's Listening, I do need to introduce my lovely co-host and real-life hero. As always, his name is Justin. How are you doing today, sir? Get it? Nobody's listening? Oh, oh jeez! Oh, <laughs> already starting I, I, with this crap. <laughs> it's too early in the show for this. You know, I, I was I was I was watching the intro video and I got an issue. Your Do you your need a tissue? Photoshopping ability to fix your own photo and have the highlights of your headphones and were great. <laughs> and then it comes to me and I'm looking at it. It's all lopsided. I'm like, oh, I can see Josh cares about what he takes time in send me a new <laughs> headshot justin send me a new headshot i i could just go pull anything from facebook if you want i can go do that yeah you could do that all right i'm gonna do that for next show and then you can i don't know complain about that photoshop <laughs> job too uh, I i'm kidding i love you i love you <laughs> no i do feel like your screen though is a little empty and i'm gonna work on that for next week I'll tell you what, but oh, it's going to so be great. Excited. It's going to be so much fun. Um, so, yeah, welcome back to the show. It's great to have you back. As always, we are so close to the end of Andor. We're on episode nine, and there's only three episodes left after this. Wow. So we're very close to the end of the season and a little break for Quest Me, kind of. Obviously, we have other things planned out. Big things, big things. But, but for, for the minute, the time being, there will be a little break. So anyway, let's introduce the two guests that we have today. Um, they are brand new to Quest Me, and it is so great to welcome them in. First of all, for, we are going to start with Claire. How are you doing today, Claire? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> we are doing great. Yeah, yeah. The only thing that's <laughs> not great is that Raiders. Flag up behind you. It's representing. I had mm. to represent being. And I know you're being. Right. That we're both right. from Colorado. Yeah, no, I had no, to. Just, that's that's all. That's that. That's it. I love. Just know that, that I when I'm. It. Just know that when I'm glaring <laughs> but, but, at the but, but, screen, but, 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 it's wait, because Wait, there's of that. more. You underestimate the power of. That's just blasphemous. See, now you're nah. mixing Star Wars <laughs> with that. Oh, I just like can't, I said, I can't I love and hate it. Can't handle it. Yes. Well, it's great to have you on the show, Claire. Um, we've been talking about doing this for a while, and I am so excited to have you on. I have known you for about 20 years now. So, um, yes. Been it's good to have you on. Good to, good to see you, old friend. Um, yes, it's good to see you too, man. I'm excited to talk some Star Wars for sure. The other guest that we have coming on tonight is another new friend. He's popped into our chat a couple times. His name is Jake. How are you doing? No one is listening! 
<laughs> That's how he does it. Hey, everybody. <laughs> no one is listening, Lucid. I'm just listening. He screams at Andy. <laughs> Andy, why haven't we called Andor Andy this whole season? What's, it goes to Andy what's wrong with us? I mean, I love it. yeah, but why haven't we called Andor why? Andy? I don't know. He looks like an Andy. He could be an Andy. I feel like he does look like an Andy. Mm, huh. Well, anyway, Jake, thanks well, for coming on the show. Me, How man. are you today? I am. Uh, yeah. I'm great. I'm, I'm great. My first podcast ever, and I'm excited as hell. I am really excellent. Yeah, this I know we're popping a couple podcast cherries on this show, so that's pretty fun. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, I. Yeah. Please. Yeah. <laughs> I do want to thank, <laughs> thank the people in the live audience watching us. There's a few people in there. Say hello, hello so I know who's in there. But hello to all of you guys. Like I said before, we do go live on Tuesdays for the Andor Review Show. Um, gosh, you know, this week I have kind of a, a bit of a thing here. I got this package in the mail. Oh. And you know... Okay, first things first, I gotta say, I'm gonna open this while I'm talking about this, but, so I got this from a very dear friend of mine, he's actually on the screen right now, and I'm, I'm very excited to, to get this package, but I do gotta say, Justin, <laughs> yeah, was... you know, you know how I know you're an adult? What? Because you have your own, like, return address sticker that you post on <laughs> things. Oh. Oh. <laughs> my age! <laughs> That's my wife! Yeah, that's how I know you're that's old, man. shit from our wedding like five years ago. Uh-huh, yeah. Blame it on the wedding. No, I get yeah. it. But it's... I I just... I had to to laugh about that because I was like, oh, man, that's like something my grandma did, you know? Having the stickers of her return address and all that stuff. But I thought this would be a lot of fun to... Oh, my God. I thought it would be a lot of fun to open this up. And boy, am I correct. Look. Look what we got. It's a little B two emu emo droid. No way! Oh that... man, Justin, I love Beautiful. you. Beautiful. Hey, I, I can't. This, man. this is this is this is great. This is wonderful. Was this from Disneyland too? That's from the the Create Your Droid Factory. What? Yeah, I, I can't remember what exactly it is, but it's like Droid Factory something. And when I went over Dang. there, I saw it. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, this is absolutely perfect. Dang, that's so cool. I Thank you, dude. That's that's a, that's amazing. I love it. <laughs> You're welcome. I love him. <laughs> um, but I, I'm, I'm speechless. I, I don't even know where to go from there other than to Andor. Man, I'm gonna be posting this all over the place. You're the best. Man. <laughs> You're the best. Um, so like I said, we are going to be talking about Andor episode nine today. Um, I did. I do like to ask the guests um, one little question though, and and it doesn't have to be like a crazy long answer or anything. But let's start with Claire. What got you into Star Wars? So, I'll be honest. At first, I used to be like. I don't want to watch Star Wars because my kid, my my dad, when I was a kid, we watched Star Trek, and so I was like, no, you have to be one or the other, blah 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 blah, right? <laughs> um, so I was always for Star Trek, and so I was very anti Star Wars until uh, this guy said, okay, you are a nerd, you've played every video game in the history of ever, and you have never watched Star Wars to make your own opinion about it, and I just kept sat there and went. Holy shit. 
I haven't. So I did. I so I sat down, and I totally did the thing like with like proper people who were fans, you know, fanboys and girls, uh, and we watched four, five, six, and then one, two, three. As um, you do. Proper. As you do. As 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 you know. As is the. As, this is the way. This is the way. And so. Um, <laughs> And so um, immediately I became a fan. It was like, it was a life changer. I was like, uh, and now I'm very much a, you can't make me choose between Star Wars and Star Trek because they're both amazing. That's, that's excellent. That's and I'm glad that you've come answer. to that conclusion. Yeah. Yeah. Jake, what about Mine's you? Mine's not as you profound, you see, but I will try. <laughs> See me. I watched it and I liked it. <laughs> I watched it and I liked it. <laughs> Next. <laughs> no, what happened? I was seven. I got a lightsaber and I loved it. I loved it. Moving what on. is this? Star Wars. <laughs> Watch Star Wars. No. What happened was, <laughs> I, I have the game over there. I actually played a Star Wars video game before I even saw the movies. It was Dark Forces. And I remember playing like all oh. way back in the day, like oh. Doom and all that stuff, and all that crap behind me. And mm-hmm. I there's a Star Wars game that came out. I loved it, and it was. And my uncle told me, "Yeah, it's Star Wars." I'm like, "All right." So I kind of went in reverse. So I watched the movies to kind of understand what was going on, and I'm like, "Oh, this is awesome!" And then, you know, my brother buys me a Vader, you know, flashlight lightsaber, the ones you flick up. And uh, rest mm, is history. Yeah. And then eventually yeah, I found yeah. the books, the Thrawn trilogy was my, was my first trilogy I read, and the first books I read in Star Wars, and I just went from there, and then went down the rabbit hole, and then here I am. Yeah. And Star Trek is nice. I never got into it, but I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. It's okay. Don't. Don't do it. I wouldn't even call myself a Trekkie. Like a I, just, I enjoy I the series. Or Trekker. <laughs> I don't know. I I'm wouldn't. asking. Like I just, I, I, I've enjoyed the series. I've enjoyed the what series. Did... Like, I know of, of yeah. things like you know that and the Borg and all this stuff. Yeah, a little stuff. But Klingon. What was the conclusion you came to? Balls. I don't care who you are. Well, I don't know. I, don't, I never watched that. Sh- I don't watch any of the Star Trek Them's stuff. So. Fighting words. I've, What's that conclusion we came to, Justin, with Jesse? Was it we're Trek sexuals because we like Star Trek and Star Wars? Yes. Oh. I'm writing this down. <laughs> I'm not down. I'm not down. I'm not down. Oh, my God. I think that's what it was. I'm, I can't remember the exact Trek thing. Trek but... sexuals. Oh, my God. This just made my day. <laughs> we're going to have to make a T-shirt that says, I'm a truck sexual and on the and back. And have, like, have all, the, like, all the logos and everything on it. Hashtag Rebel Alliance or something. Rebel Federation. <laughs> <laughs> so like... yeah. Or yeah. Imperial Federation. I like or whatever that. you want to spin that around. I think I think that's going to have to uh, become a reality very soon. But anyway, thank you guys for sharing your stories of how you became yeah, of fans of Star Wars. Um, the thing that we talk about on the show every week and every chance we get. Um, Jake, you mentioned the Thrawn series that you read. We are also reading the Thrawn series. That will be part of our break um, in between be, uh, oh, what sorry. is... In between what's now Andor and Mandalorian Season 3, we will have our review of Book 2 of the Thrawn trilogy, Dark Force Rising, um, with Phil. So that I I would definitely look for that coming out in January. Oh, I will. Um, Great books. Those those books are a ton of fun. See, I haven't read it yet, so it's all a surprise for me. Yeah. Yeah, it's wonderful. They are. That's what I love about this. (laughs) Um, All right, so... 
Thank you guys again so much for coming on the show. Thanks for yeah, sharing thanks your for stories. That's, that's wonderful. I always love to hear the uh, different ways that people fall in love with Star Wars. So now that all of that introductory stuff is over, let's move on to episode nine uh, with a little synopsis here. Justin seems to love these synopses for whatever reason. Because you're so, so good I'll at keep it. keep making them. You've gotten better, too. Um, Don't worry. You've gotten much better. <laughs> well, now I'm like actually working on I'm like, <laughs> I got to impress Justin. This is this has got to be good. I can't, I can't make this not good. So uh, this week is not as... Not as good as last week or the week before, but, uh, but I'm going to try it. Things are getting torturous on Ferrix, and Andor is slowly but surely making friends in prison. Yeah. Mon Mothma is heading towards a midlife crisis <laughs> as she works to build a rebellion, and the Empire is really starting to show how ruthless they can actually be. Oh, you got everything. And, yeah. Was yeah. That good? Okay. Okay. Pretty much. Okay. <laughs> The reason why I already know why why Justin likes them is because like it's that voice that you hear in the back of your head when you're reading the crawl. You know what I wish? I wish crawl at every single time. You know, in every Star Wars movie, like that's the voice you hear. I want the guy from from Clone Wars. I want the guy from Clone Wars to read our synopses. Things are getting torturous on (laughs) Ferrix. Yes, and he's actually a voice, a character in the show, which throws me off every time. Anakin, we must go to the. Oh, he's a uh, he's, uh, Bradley Bradley D Baker. Yeah. He's the guy that plays the clones. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. I believe so. Yeah. Here's a yeah. good segment. Your synopsis does is that scrolling up, and then we have the guest <laughs> do it. That'd be fun. There's a crawling for right next here. Goes there he goes. Up and Let's try it for next season. <laughs> I don't know how that would work this season. Considering we only have three episodes left, but we'll 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 workshop that one. Um, this episode <laughs> is directed by Toby Haynes. It is written by Bo Williman and Tony Gilroy. Um, this is that three-part kind of series that's going on. So I believe the la- this next episode should be the actual prison break, and it should be directed and written by the same two people. Um, and then the final episodes will be. I believe done by Tony Gilroy, directed and written by Tony Gilroy, the actual showrunner. So, um, Tony Gilroy, if if you guys or people don't know, he's the guy that did Rogue One, um, and he crushed it, and he's absolutely crushed this entire season of Andor. I can't speak highly enough about it. Um, There are just so many good things to say about Andor. Obviously, Obi-Wan was awesome, too. All of these shows have been great, minus the Bad Batch. But all of these shows have been wonderful. And Andor is no exception because it's just, it's it's different. You know, it's different. Jake, what have been your thoughts on Andor leading up to this episode? I like it, you know, and I, and just anyone watching, I understand, like, in a positive way, I understand why someone might not like it. It's it's such a certain style. It's a certain style, but it's not, it's... It's a something. It's something a new, a new coat of paint for like Star Wars. It's not a really Star Warsy, you know, not pew pew and vroom vroom kind of thing with the lightsabers. But I like the idea, and it started off like the first three episodes started off a little a little slow, a little boring, but it picked up. Especially now, up until the last episode that we're talking about now, that really things really got real, and that and you see how ruthless you know Palpatine has made things or cities, excuse me. So, and I yeah, same thing. Yeah, it is same thing. But <laughs> same thing. But Claire, what about you? What have you thought about Andor up to this moment? So, um, 
the first few, like like Jake said, the first few uh, episodes were pretty hard to get in. But what um, what I really appreciate uh, is seeing this like this different style that's that's um, basically introducing um, new planets, uh, new things. Um, like I personally am kind of tired of seeing you know stuff that like oh look at that thing oh look there's that guy or you know it's like they have all of these new storylines and I'm really excited that Andor has really just been like you know what we're, we're open to do stuff let's go with it let's just go completely out there let's get away from you know those oh there's that one droid from you know, episode three or whatever, you know, so I'm really appreciating that there's this, um, there's this, this, this new um, open, I guess, open door and open window for, you know, new, new content, new, new um, history, as yeah. it were. And that, that's funny. That's been a, a talking point for this show the whole time, because yeah, exactly. you know, there's been a lot of new planets and new things introduced that we're not used to. And I like, I ask Justin every time. Like, I was about to what do you say. think about? <laughs> what do you think about not seeing the same planets we're used to? And most people seem to really enjoy it. I personally would love to see some planets that we've heard on screen but never actually seen. Um, Dantooine, for sure. instance, would be a cool one to yeah. see. Um, and just Alderaan, sure. Yeah, all, I mean, yeah, we saw Alderaan on Obi Wan. Right. We got to see right. that finally. Right. But, um, what did you got, Jake? Uh, what did you got? Yeah, Jake? No, I was gonna say that. What she was saying, <laughs> you know, it, it is a nice, it is a nice direction, and and it's a, it's this great escape idea in, in Star Wars is pretty cool, and and yeah, like you said, there are planets I want to see again, or, or or that you've heard about but never see, or just brand new ones, especially the planet when uh, the leader of the ISB is uh, I forgot her name, I'm sorry, but she's torturing Deidre. Deidre. She's t- she's torturing uh uh. Uh, Bix, Bix. Bix, Bix and uh, sorry, <laughs> Bix and they, they they say they got that this wailing cry from a species on the outer rim, and I actually kind of want to see that planet now. Obviously, I actually want to see it. Yeah, whatever. I, I forgot what he I said. Can't remember what some planet moon, he was talking about? Some but... moon on the outer rim, like oh, yep. And and one one yep. before we go on one, I'll, I'll make this quick. One planet I want to see in live action is Narshada. I want to see the the smuggler's moon. I really want to see oh, that. Oh, okay. I mean, it doesn't mean this okay. show. I mean, it can. They can. I'm sure we will eventually. eventually I, I would, would like assume. To get... I mean, Dave Filoni and John Favreau love pulling from Legends. Oh. They love doing Which I'm that so great. Yeah, I don't so... know what planet, Jake, you're talking about. Narshada? That's the Smuggler's yeah. Moon. That's the. Uh, that's been in Star Wars forever. That's the. It's like Coruscant only run by huts, basically. Yeah. It's like the crime. The crime. I think it was in Clone Wars. Was it? I think it was in the the movie Clone Wars. Well, I've been, I've been, uh, what, which movie? The, 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 the live action the or the animated? No, the cartoon okay. movie. The, the, the cartoon that, movie. The one that came yeah, out in theaters right. and they had to like rescue the baby hut. It was terrible. It was. It was terrible. It was terrible. <laughs> but we all own a copy of it. I know I do. I don't. I don't. But <laughs> Disney Plus does, and I got Disney Plus. So. <laughs> I have her her Disney Plus. Thank you, Claire. <laughs> Whoa, whoa, whoa! No, 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 no! Everybody here pays for their own Disney Plus. Let's move on from there. (laughs) Um, this episode, I I called it serious as a massive stroke because 
Yes. That's kind of what happens. And this episode is extremely serious. Like, this is kind of the episode where things start bubbling over, right? Mm-hmm. You know, we start getting the... Deidre's not fucking around. She's going to torture anyone <laughs> to get whatever information she wants. Mm-hmm. Um, Cyril is, like, the creepiest voyeur I've ever yeah. seen. Like, Dude. you got... M- Mon Mothma so is, question. like, starting... Go on. Yeah. Is... It, it, is was okay was he hitting on her like was See, that we'll like get there. him like we'll yeah, get there. i, I want to say yeah. something about that okay. but we'll get okay. to it we'll yeah. get there. okay moving yes. on moving but, on but then you got mon mothma that's like questioning all the decisions she's made um andor is like really realizing that he he's not going to be able to get out of this prison so he's got to figure something out like this is this is where everything starts coming to a head and Obviously, the next episode is. I'm, I'm hoping that the next episode is where, you know, there's the big prison breakout. There's all sorts of things, and all these stories are gonna just clash. Mm-hmm. You know, you got Deidre's story that's gonna clash because she's now hunting Andor. Vel is hunting Andor. Their stories are gonna clash. Luthen is out yep. there now looking for Andor. Last time we saw him, he was flying. Right. Um, Mon Mothma is basically just holding everyone at bay. So it seems like this is just setting everyone up for some sort of failure mm-hmm. you know like most and and most star wars shows set set everybody up for the success to be the hero to be the you know whatever and i feel like andor and the way that this guy tony gilroy likes to make movies he likes to be very grim about it mm-hmm. dark i, I about wouldn't it. say that he's setting him up for failure it seems like more of an explosion we don't know what's gonna happen i guess i yeah. could say that yeah, yeah, yeah. but i mean and maybe not not so much failure, but yeah, you're right. Like something bad, something big, yeah. something that will be detrimental to all of their lives. You know. Yeah. Um. It's the huge catalyst. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh, I see what you did uh-huh. there. But no. Um. Yeah. Because Andor, <laughs> what, what what I really appreciate about him in uh well in the this show and also in the the movie the um Rogue One, he's very cutthroat. Like he he'll do what he has to do to to get things done. Like, he shot that guy in Rogue One, and then, not this episode, not to talk about other episodes, but there's a couple episodes before, the guy's like, hey, He's... I need, I I'm, I don't have a sister, I don't have this, let's let's just leave. And he just, he immediately doesn't talk to the guy, he goes, boom, like, yeah, why would, you know. Cold-blooded. <laughs> Yeah, like what? That's... Yeah, he's he's very cool. Yeah, so I think I'm feeling he's going to make a decision that's going to make him the way he was in, in Rogue One, very cold, the very just go, 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 don't stop, you know. He's, something's gonna happen. Well, in the I end. think Where he's got like. I don't just, think he was as. I don't think he was as cold in Rogue well, One. Well, I, I think he had more of a heart by by then. the end. Yeah, um, but he was even even though he was getting he he had a heart, but he knew when to take care of actual business. Mm-hmm. So right now is him learning the taking care of actual business, and I think as the series goes on, he's gonna learn what that heart mm-hmm. means and what the rebellion aspect aspect means yeah i think i think he's learning where his like where he's experiencing why his ruthlessness is gonna like come to light or come to a head you know or... right um so for... <coughs> Sorry, go on. i was gonna say he's he's uh experiencing what the empire does at a low man's level so yeah. he's getting that hate for him or that yeah drive. exactly yep exactly um and so just I want to just kind of take this scene by scene because this show is really good about bouncing between stories, right? It's just like any other Star Wars movie. There's six different stories going on and we're bouncing between them constantly. So what I like to do is just kind of condense them all into one big topic 
and talk about them like that. So um, first thing is the Deidre stuff. Um, like I said before, she's not messing around no. getting what she wants. And she did that with Pac, Pac, whatever they want to call him. Um, and just just tortured the crap out of him. And basically, I, I mean, she's crushing the whole research thing, let's be honest, mm-hmm. right? Like, like, she's figuring things out in the best, most, like, imperialistic but deadly way possible, mm-hmm. I feel like. Um, and, and her first speech to Bix, like, the last thing she says is, you're in my net, Bix. Yeah. And it's so, just like goosebumps, yeah. right? And You're you, like, oh. You don't want to bore me. Even the beginning of the episode, even the beginning of the episode, she, I'm not, I think I counted it. And she's got like this like six second long pause before she does the, you know, the, the, she the, cracks her I, neck. I, 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 yeah. Dude, she, like, I, I, I don't know. Really she's quick, just got like... this like, the, the actress herself <laughs> is like, like at first I was like mm, I don't like you and now I'm like ooh, I really want to see where this arc is going like I'm really yeah. really excited to see what 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 happens uh-huh. with her yeah and I again like I love that crack in the neck like that's the first thing you see of Deirdre in this the opening shot is her just going yes yeah, she yes all right let's do all this. right time and to go <laughs> let's go <laughs> and she like you know she pulls no punches mm-hmm. when it comes to this. Like she's she's frighteningly good at her yeah. job. Basically, is, yes. is what it is. So, what I'm really excited to find out with her is, I mean, obviously, same thing. Like we were just talking about with Andor, you know, like experiencing his ruthlessness, and you know, like this is him, like you know, coming into like where his like vengeance is going to be coming from. Maybe, obviously, Deidre's got like this like backstory, right? Like, why is she such this vengeful person? with you know whether it's the rebels or whatever you know so like obviously something bad happened whether like and i'm you know i don't know if it's like you know because like this dude might be have been coming on to her and how he she immediately was like uh-uh like you know like i don't need no so man I, I don't yeah, exactly <laughs> like she was just like this very much like this independent woman of just like I don't know. I'm really excited to see like what this like backstory is that's made her such a like a vengeful bitch. Like, why is she this like, you yeah. know? And and where does she get this like? I mean, for lack of better words, like this like, I mean, like Princess Leia had that same, you know, just like that like a that that um, mentality about how she carried herself. You know what I mean? The, the HBI you know? the HBIC syndrome. Right. Sure, 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 totally. Yeah, yeah. HBIC, <laughs> head bitch in head charge. Head bitch in charge. Oh, all right, all right. <laughs> um, yeah, and I I agree though, and I love the way that she holds her composure. Like her, the actress has been yes. wonderful yes. throughout this whole show. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, the biggest thing that I want to talk about with this, and I want to ask ask Justin about this, that torture device, though. Um, what? What did you think about that? I mean, there's not the, the only thing that I got out of it is that they just blast the sound of screaming children into your brain, <laughs> basically, and that's how they torture you. See, see, I, I was thinking more of the sound of like dying dolphins and whales. That's that even would sort of fuck worse. With me. I, exactly. Yeah, it's something. That would mess with you. Ever me. heard it, a rabbit dying? 
Oh, yeah. Oh. Just like just, a baby rabbit, though. Yeah, oh, screaming. Man, they, like mixed, just... and they said they mixed it and, and, you know, did stuff to it to make it worse. Because whatever this, these creatures that yeah. died made Imperials go nuts. So they're like, oh, this is interesting. So they recorded it. And then re- this is interesting. Yeah, but th- that's what the doctor. He was all for this. He's like, he was, right. he was like, Nazism. He's like, oh, you know, oh, yeah, don't that- worry. The physical restraints are actually going to help you through this. You know, he's all proud of himself. Like, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, that doctor was even worse. Yeah. What do you think it sounds like? It's like the- puppies. No, oh, no, 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 that's too easy. It's oh, got, it's got to oh, cut geez, deeper guys. than that. I'm getting dark here. No, no, that, that, that's like surface dark. We need to like cut in more. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, oh, the puppies is already dark it's enough. Not... What are we what are I don't we know. Here? See, that's what, the thing. I'm trying on? to think. This, this is Star Wars, and these guys have imagination. They're going to the outer rim, and anything can be living out there. So at this point... It's just a bunch of screaming Ewoks and Porgs is what it is. Actually, oh. the Porgs, I don't care about the Porgs. They can scream all they like, but they, I can... Porg looks like a good chicken, though. Yeah. When you saw it roasted. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to lie. Yes. Chewy Honestly, what I think it's, it's a mix of a good Cornish game hen. It's a mix of probably dolphin screaming, definitely like a a a rabbit dying alive, plus like like maybe like nails on a chalkboard. Say that again. Say that again. <laughs> a rabbit dying alive. This is why you're my friend, Jake. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I am a this dark getting, individual, going, ladies and gentlemen. You know, hi. You know, heathen here. This is going down a path I cannot follow. <laughs> oh! Liar! You like that? Did you like that? Yeah, I got, I caught it. <laughs> Liar! <laughs> Go with him! Yeah. Yeah. See, I, I do that. I do that shit in Sunbow Inevitable all the time, and Jesse just rolls his eyes as hard <laughs> as he possibly can. Um, but yeah, so this torture device absolutely is like the scariest thing I've ever seen. Mm. The way that like she screams about it, the way that they uh, film that whole yeah. scene is just incredible. Yeah. It looks um, like it latches onto your head. It, it yeah. seemed a little too easy right. for I'll, me. I'll let you guess. Right, talk. it's like a VR device that just yeah, like sucks yeah. into so your brain. That's that's what I was wondering if it's like more like the like the like telepathic thing. So like it maybe doesn't even make a sound. It's literally just projecting the sound I, through your brain. I think and you're that right. would make sense why you're drooling and there's like snot and like you know, their eyes are like, you know, bloodshot, you know, and so I think I you're mean, right. You can do a lot of things with like this, like telepathic. It's, like, uh, didn't he say it was more of like a thing. neuro, like a neuro wave? Yeah, yeah like a neurotransmitter. Like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Matt yeah, was proud yeah. of his job. And that's messed up in itself. <laughs> so yes, he was. He was right? very... like, that's already manipulating. But uh, he yeah. gets results, goddammit. He did. <laughs> he did. But anyway, I was. What were we going to say, Jake? Say, like, this device, I'll make this super quick. It's, it's kind of off, a little off talk, but this device reminds me of something I saw in the Old Republic MMO called the Ravager, where it's a Sith, matter of fact, it's the same way, but it sticks to your head, like right here, and it'll empty your mind. As in, you ask a question, Ooh. and it, like, it amplifies pain, and they can't lie. They just tell you whatever. You have to ask them quickly, because once their mind is empty, they're just a shell. And now, obviously, oh, that obviously... This device is way different from that, but but it kind of works the it, same. Yeah, way, it, it goes on your head like that. I'm like, oh, that reminds me of the. Yeah, but yeah, that just little tidbit. Please continue. Dang. I'm sorry. I love that. Um, there, you know, there's not a whole lot else other than why she's getting tortured, and Deidre's clearly looking for information right. on all these different imperial goods mm-hmm. that have been stolen or sold through, uh, Ferrix, uh, the planet, and um. 
it's just it's it's fun to watch again the empire just uh seceding to this like yeah. terroristic ways yeah. of doing things you don't see um, the and side it, it's, of star wars it's been a fun watch you don't see the side of the no, empire you think about it but you never really think about it too hard about this side of the empire you think of all like the explosions yep. and the you know pew pew pews yep. but you don't think of like civilian life kind of cool. and like what can really go down and like how so far palpatine has gripped this empire how it affects well, the yeah. normal person well we, this is really the first example where we have an indication to view that early dark side of the empire mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's why it's cool. Yeah. And uh, it's been a wonderful watch it is, it to has. see everything that spiral out right. of control. That even, and this is a great segue into Mon Mothma's scene where she's talking to uh, the Empire, basically talking to all yeah. the different senators and stuff. And she's as she's like proclaiming her case that the Empire is bad and they're starting to tighten their grip. Everyone's like, nah, shut up. And they just like turn their lights off. Yeah, they don't care. And you're just seeing this like fall of of the galaxy basically. Mm-hmm. And 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 everybody just giving their themselves to the Emperor mm-hmm. and letting them take care of things. Right. It's a it's like that it's like everyone just wants someone to take care of them basically yeah. is kind of how I'm looking it's, at it's it. interesting and, to watch this like shift happen for sure where it's very like this is the like downfall of you know you know the you know the jedi order you know this is the, this is what's happening you know in in the political standpoint after the mm-hmm. jedi have gone mm-hmm. well and she know, she so actually mentions even <clears> while she's <throat> having her speech she mentions that they're in a temple like she's still considering that space a temple, a republic temple where people right. actually discuss right. and and make things work throughout the galaxy, and right. everyone is just denouncing this temple and being like, "Nah, we're exactly. good. Palpatine no, can that's, do that's, it for us. We'll be that's fine." That's what I'm saying. That's what I mean by that. Like the like the the decline of the Jedi yep. Order. You know, it's like it's very interesting just, that. Like they're 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 turning away from the quote unquote religion, you know what I mean? And that's how yep. I took that. It was very yep. it, uh, right. very, very cool. Um and, and that, that whole scene with Mon Mothman was really cool. I know we'll get into that with our segments. Um but I, I wanted to ask Justin, since you have this newfound love for Mon Mothma, how did you feel watching Mon Mothma get completely rejected by not only the Senate but also her daughter and kind of family as well? Um First off with the Senate, there is one person rooting her. Let's hear the senator. <laughs> and I, I don't know who it was, but he, like I, I watched. He probably disappeared after it that. Was, <laughs> it was some guy from no Kashyyyk. I don't know. <laughs> but I watch it with subtitles, so I always see these things. Mm-hmm. But um, like to watch her get shut down, that was pretty obvious. We all knew that was going to happen. Like uh, I'm trying to remember, Padme said it a while ago. Uh, we're watching. This is how democracy dies. Thank you. Thunderous applause. applause. <laughs> and it's just watching the corruption just fizzle out and take people to actually care. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's it's interesting seeing that. Um, what was that I, your question? <laughs> the her family, her family, her and it family. was not only like it wasn't only like. The first comment that her daughter says, oh, well, dad lets me do whatever I want. <laughs> but then also when they're having dinner <laughs> later and dad and dad is asking Vel those questions like 
Vel is Mon Mothma's family, and this dude has zero respect for her at all. Like, because she's like, oh, yeah. You know, I'm heading back to Chandrelia, and he's like, oh, are you going there to find a husband? And she's like, haha, yeah, whatever. And he's like, you're right. There's no one that's your age. Have to be a widow by now. Yeah, no man. You have to be a widow by yeah, now. Because, like yeah. like, whatever. And I'm like, bastard. damn, that is ruthless. Like, you like, are the faster. Culture, though. Yeah, that, that's, yeah, that makes sense. That's the culture. Yeah. Because they got married before even knowing each other at 15, 16. Something like that. But wild. I also feel like that was a stab at Mon Mothma and just kind of her family. Yeah. That, like, it just seems like that whole family is just taking jabs at her little by little, you know, yeah. whether it be directly at I her think... or around her. So, you know, before, before you know, a big, you know, I guess if you call it a war, you know, I mean, you, you do, people start to what is called choosing sides right he's mm-hmm. like you know it's like um i'm look you know here's the line i'm here you're you know i mean where where are you in, uh, on this line and i do believe that um that's what we're seeing in a lot of these scenes you know um Drawing where is your line where, yeah where yeah you know who's you know who, you know whose side are you on and mm-hmm. it's unfortunate it, it's it's well it's not unfortunate it's just really it's actually really cool to watch you know how public it is like i mean like it's happening at their like it's like her dinner party to like recruit like votes you know (laughs) what i mean and and like you know well you used to be fun and it's like i'm working you know what i mean and just trying to run a galaxy dude right like i'm trying to do some shit and stuff right you know and like it's very obvious that um you know he's drawing that line you know he's putting Mm. that like I'm on this side. I'm on the side with the emperor, you know, the, the, the new, you know, the first order, you know, or, right. um, could you imagine if like a U S Senator came out and was like, I'm just trying to do some shit and stuff. All right. Like I'm trying to do my job here. So and please like, and then, and then sparks to join me, you know, it's like, hey, hey, like I'm, I'm just trying to get this done, man. I'm just trying to do some shit. Man. I'm supporting my people. Don't worry. Don't worry. It's okay. No, I, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I do totally agree though. And and you're you're right. She is just trying to do some shit and stuff and like get things going, yeah. you know. And and she's having a hard time and and I I would I would assume that because she's feeling so rejected and feeling so like pushed away from her family that the Senate makes it even harder for her like that she's like god i just can't do anything right Mm -hmm. and so that brings up the scene when vel is leaving and she looks at her and she's like what have we done vel like starting to question what she's doing and vel comes back if we had uh one chimer this week this would totally be my one chimer and vel comes back and she says we've chosen a side we've decided to fight against the dark and we're making something of our lives vel really believes in this cause Mm -hmm. and she she's kind of showing the the title as well like like nobody's listening you know they, they're fighting this thing they're doing everything they can and nobody's listening to them at all and right. so i i really really did love that that story aspect like like justin was saying mom mothma at the beginning was a little bit boring but her story is getting mm-hmm. more and more yeah. intriguing by the see, episode see, i thought it was interesting she told vel to play the like you have to be bruce play the Wayne rich right girl now. yeah 
which makes perfect sense. That's how Bruce Wayne keeps his identity. Playing the part, and I think that I think that was also kind of like a little bit of like self like projection to herself. Like, yep. Mon Mothma herself is like, well, fuck, I need to play this. I need to play this role. I need to like you know set myself. You know, if I if I'm going a if I'm gonna stay with my family, if I'm gonna stay with this money, that this like money transfer thing that you know she needs to play the role and she needs to basically. Yep. yep. You're you right. Know, she's I mean, she's telling part. herself. She's telling herself not only, Vel, you need to play the part, but God, I need to remember that I'm playing a part yep. too. So you don't right. get found out. And it's, you don't get. Yep. You know, they won't find you and figure you out. You have to play them. Yep. I I've loved I've loved Ma Mothma. I've loved Genevieve Riley and the way that she continues to portray Ma yeah. Mothma. And I'm I wanted to, so stoked that yeah. to, that we know that she's not gonna die. Right. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Obviously. Right. That's the best part about Ma Mothma. That is like my favorite part of this. It's like, oh, you're not gonna die. I no matter what. You I are do a love survivor. This. Like, <laughs> I do like that. It's like, oh. You do die eventually, like Andor, for example. It's like, well, you know, he's gonna break out of prison eventually. Yeah, yeah. And, and, like, but he. Does... We know this is gonna happen, but oh, you know, just. <laughs> this was a big uh, subject at the beginning of the season. Was how do we feel about this show knowing that they're gonna survive? Same with Obi Wan. How do we feel about Obi Wan knowing that Obi Wan's gonna survive any sort of peril that he's put into? Mm-hmm. Well, right. the way you the way you get around that is putting in fantastic side characters and surround them with a cast of characters that you don't know could you die fall or in not. love with. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And they've done a, a good job with that. What did you got? What did you have? What did you got, Jake? What is wrong with me? <laughs> should, I, should I just, just great segue to uh, to the episode? <laughs> Nobody's listening. <laughs> <laughs> no. This guy is not listening to me. <laughs> Sorry. Had to. Thank you. Jeez. Thank you. Thank you so much. I had to... Well, I was gonna talk about my Mafa and she's I've always found her to be a very interesting character that, that legends went, well well legends went into like in books and all that stuff, but we never really got her on like on screen as much. So like in the movies, but she was Always this interesting character, always the, in the, the leader or the lead of the rebellion, trying to like get things going, always doing everything. And mm-hmm. I like this, I like what they're doing with her through like, you know, episode three and then this series of her trying to get things moving. And how is, you know, she's got, and at the end there, she was talking to that guy's name, but said that we're going to have to go back to your home planet and talk to this guy. He's a thug. Well, he has money. And he doesn't, Davos Golden. And I got a feeling that the, they're gonna. She's got to like bend her ethical boundaries. She doesn't want to. Mm-hmm. But whoever mm-hmm. this guy is, uh, I couldn't find. I couldn't find any information about Davo. He's a brand new. He character. probably is. So unless he's, it's like a code name for somebody else. It's then it's Hondo. a new character. So. <laughs> I freaking hope so, Hondo. man. I hope so so Hondo much. Naka. That was like what I wanted. That's what I called at the beginning of this or the season. Is I want Hondo to be put into live action. Like please. He walks in like. Josh is like Mon Moth was just like God damn it (laughs) (laughs) Why can't you die on the other rib (laughs) So I am excited to see who that is though. If it's just some random character Great but if it's a codename for somebody else Even better Um, 
better. <laughs> I think as far as Mon Mothma goes, that's about the gist yeah. of, of her story. So we talked a little bit about Cyril Figgis, um, but we didn't go too far into his story. Um, there's not a lot with him either. No. He gets... He gets kind of he gets scolded with his mom but then kind of shoves her words down her own throat by telling her that he got promoted and she's like oh <clears throat> my bad but then he reverts right back to creepyism and goes and stalks poor Deidre. Uh, yeah like I still don't know if I like this I guy don't, or not. Like even <laughs> my question is my question is is do you guys think he was hitting on her? Or do you oh, you've been waiting this whole episode that for that. Yeah. That's right. Go ahead. You have the <laughs> Claire has the floor. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm 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 honestly curious because like at the at first I was like, this motherfucker is not doing what I think he's doing. Like, is he like really like propositioning her like outside her work? Right? Like it creeped me out. So I anyway I watched the episode again because you know. We As do. You do. And I, probably, <laughs> I, I probably watched it four times by now. Way. But then I was like, maybe this guy is literally because he's living at home with his mom, and like you know, maybe they're in, and you know the like little rift that like he had with her. Um, maybe he is this just like shut-in kid that just like was like socially awkward and like truly just wants to say thank you to this woman like like he's like really like no seriously thank you like it's not that you're mm. redeeming me but i just saw what this guy is capable of and mm. it scares me you know i see i see where you're coming from you, so my notes actually my notes verbatim this is what my notes say what a weirdo did he just profess his love profess his love to deidre <laughs> quotes i never lie to you quotes just being in your presence i think they're gonna hook up by the end of this show, I, I think Deidre and Cyril hope. are going to end up hooking up somehow. I, and because I seriously think that Deidre gets off on this. Like, by the end of it, we're going to realize that, like, she really likes this kind of, uh, like, effort Can from a dude. Team? Yeah. Yeah. Like, no one's ever approached me before because, you know, look at my face. But this guy just came <laughs> right up to me and was like... Yeah, Hail yeah, to the you king, know, baby. I, I you think... know, like, <laughs> it's like okay, but he, like, yeah. So I'm up with you. He's he creeps me the hell out. Like ever since he was with that police force, whatever, and and got their asses kicked and everything. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, this guy's interesting. And as it went on, I'm like, is this guy like? So that's a... why. So that's why. Sorry, I, 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 that's why I'm being like, maybe he's this like socially awkward guy because he's like being honest and like, I'm sorry, ex-military will tell you you don't speak the whole truth on your you know sure after I... after action report my point is my point <laughs> is you know it's like but like this kid's all you know captain america about it and like this is what really happened because you know and then you guys told me not to say this and like he does he like spells it out in his form that like i was even told by my superior to lie yeah in his report you know so it's i think I you're on to something i, I think you're on to something with the socially awkward because look at that speech that he gave in episode that, three that like that that whole did, like let's go get him gang I, that speech that was a terrible lack of experience like, that too he's never walked into life fire in the trenches you're right he's probably a virgin too like, oh, yeah for we're real we're gonna go get this hurrah <laughs> 
That guy is totally. Not that that's a bad thing. Not that no, that's, not that that's no, a bad no, thing. No, 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 but, no. But, but, no, no. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Save yourself, kids. Anyway. Abstinence. Sorry for like the side <laughs> tangent about it, like Jake. Hey, this <laughs> is what happens like... to a Boy Scout when you're an adult. <laughs> <laughs> that's my point. Like, it's, I don't know. Anyway, so let's we can let's move wrap. On from this. Well, we so we'll wrap this up that. and we'll do a we'll do a this or that question, right? And it's gonna be, do you think Cyril? We'll do two a two part question. Do you think Cyril is a weirdo? Yes or no? Do you think him and Deidre will hook up? Yes or no? Justin, yes or no on the first one? Is he a weirdo? Yes. Yes or no on if him and Deidre will hook up? Yes. Claire. Yes or no, he's a weirdo? I'm gonna vote no because I'm gonna root for the underdog. Okay, yes or no, him and Deidre are gonna hook up. Probably yes. Something uglies. Jake. <laughs> yes or no, he's a weirdo? Very. Very. Yes or no, they're gonna hook up. I'm gonna I'm hoping no. I'm hoping that she like he tries and then she like kills him or or cause she's an imperial or <laughs> she kills him. <laughs> But it pro- she does look like the dominatrix. Hey, right? listen, I just I just really wanted to know if I could like take you out on a date, maybe <laughs> boom! No. No, you cannot. Did Deidre shoot first? She <laughs> always <laughs> shoots first before the guy gets in the room. <laughs> She's already pop, 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 oh, popping off. <laughs> this is this is great. See, okay, da- so to answer it. Great wrap up to that tangent, it. but <laughs> now, honestly, yeah, they probably will hook up. Yeah, but I'm hoping she does the Black Widow thing where she does it then. <laughs> okay, I'll shut up. Hey, look, I'm now hoping for that too. But I'll stop. Sounds like everyone's on the uh, everyone's on the what should we call this? What should we call this new love affair train? Um, the, the, it's creepy. The, it's creepy. Deidre. 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 No, Deidre. Deidre. You're right. Deidre. And it creeps me out. Perfect. All right, Team Deidre over here on Quest Me. Team Deidre. For the record, I'm anti Team Deidre, but I have a feeling it's going to happen. It's just... yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so let's go to the main part of the show, which happens to be the title character, and that's Andor and his story. Again, not a lot going on here. We're just seeing him develop relationships with his fellow prisoners. Um, we're seeing him start to ask more questions to get kind of a little more information and like obviously figure out how he's going to break out of this prison. Um, I really feel bad for, for Olaf, um, who by the way is played by Christopher Fairbank. He is the broker in Guardians of the Galaxy and he is also Dr. Mactelberg in The Fifth Element. That's where Just he's from. I was recognizing him. I couldn't f- yeah. place him. So, um, I, I really like him and I'm sad about his character, but he his whole story arc and his point of this is by is definitely to move on, to move the story along and to get people on board with what Andor wants to do. Because this whole episode, Andor's going at Gollum or uh, Snoke, whatever the hell his name is, and he's like, he's like trying to get him to tell him how many guards are on each floor, right? He's like, he's like, He's like, come on, Gollum, just tell me. Just tell me how many guards I need to no. He's like, no. 
No, you will never know how many precious yeah, are on I the floor. Are. Like focus on your day. That's yeah. then, so. <laughs> I love that. I love that that this whole episode is just him trying to befriend Andy Circus, and it was a really fun kind of cat and mouse game mm-hmm. between those two because he's also not only is he trying to befriend him, but he's also trying to befriend the people around him. That first scene where they switch spots and Andor decides to blame that on the other guy and the other guy gets all this praise for switching spots. Andor is doing this like it's a manipulative thing and it's it's definitely something that guys do, I feel like. Um, something to make yourself make make you look better even though someone else looks good too. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a very like you owe me now, motherfucker yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and Straight so up. it's again, Andor is he's sneaky. Yeah, he knows what he's I doing. I like him. He's a hero, but I think he's a bit of an anti-hero at the same time. Of like, he'll course. do whatever it takes to get the job done. I think he's an anti-hero, totally cool straight up. Like, not like Punisher he's level. Not like a Punisher level or, yeah, like, that crazy. But he, I believe he is an anti-hero to a, to a point. Only to a point where, like, you know, hey, oh, hey, let, let's take the money wrong. <laughs> no. <laughs> he reminds me, he reminds me kind of of, like, a, like, a, in a weird way, the, like, um, from the Watchmen Rorschach character, you know, um, a hero, but like uh, knows how to get his hands dirty and will get his hands yeah. dirty. Sure. You know, um, but not necessarily uh, like a Punisher where he's just going to kill everyone no matter what. And yeah. Right. And that, that's goes. what I was just about to say. I was like, but not necessarily like Deadpool where he's just like, you know, whatever. You know, just like, you know, as he's, I don't know. So anyway, um, yeah, I, I, I really am. Yeah, I'm really excited yeah. to see what he's gonna do. I, I'm excited for the prison break that's inevitably gonna happen because you know. The... Well, we've watched three episodes of just like what do they call it? Foreshadowing, like, yep. but like obviously the boots are coming into play. Like obviously the, su- the elevator is coming into play. Like the Super Mario Brother boots. Little... Yes. Yes. And they they they're talking oh. about you know um the railing um on the actual mm-hmm. uh uh platform and we've seen the cattle prod thing like obviously all of these like items and these newfound things are coming into play and i'm yep. really excited to see this like catalyst that's just gonna be it's gonna be epic like, you know it's gonna be epic aha you know and I, I think it's gonna, gonna be, gonna be a, i think it's gonna be a it's lot more gonna epic go wrong it's of just course. gonna go wrong. We all know this. Like it's start. Like I got a bad feeling about this. People gonna die. Yeah. You know. So. But I do think it's gonna Ooh. be a lot more epic Can than the uh, escape. Bet? Can we take a bet at the end of this episode of who is going to say the I got a bad feeling about this? Nobody. Nobody. Andor. Sad face. Probably will. I hope because because. I don't, I don't know who told me this. I, hope I think it might have been Claire. I hope it's the droid. I think I don't know, but for some reason, I remember Claire telling me about this, or someone told me this. I don't know if it was you, but in Rogue One, apparently whoever didn't say it or didn't complete that line died. Dies. That's like something. He didn't get to complete Andy the Sturgis. line. He didn't get to complete the line. Yeah. I hmm. I don't know. I, I think they're going to break the mold on that. I don't know, though, because they have to say it in every single Star Wars property. It seems like that's kind of a, a given. I so. haven't heard the, the scream or the fall down the hole yet. The Wilhelm well, scream got uh, you know. What? Not yet. Maybe the prison yeah, break. The, Wilhelm scream, yeah. 
The Wilhelm scream got, got retired. retired. Yeah, there's something happened recently where that thing got retired. Look it up, Justin. Oh man. Wil- Wilhelm scream retired. Wow. Damn. I'm pretty okay, sure that I'm like it's that not down. it's not able to be used anymore or something, or they retired it in Star Wars or that something. Sucks. I don't know. But they don't use it. <laughs> anyway, moving on. So, um. So bad. yeah, basically, again, the whole point of this of this uh part of the the prison is for Andor and his prison mates to realize that the em- the Empire does not give a shit about them. They're not going to release them when they say they're going to, and they're just probably going to kill them, like they did to everyone on level two. So you find out that the um, the Empire just basically kills all the prisoners, and then if there's some sort of medical issue, like with Ulaf, they just give you a death shot. Yes. And that's it. Like that, so, so now Ki- Kilo... Yeah, so now Kino is convinced, or convinced... Yeah, Kino is his name. Kino is convinced to work with Andor yeah. now. And that's because he's finally had enough. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I would have broke a lot longer ago, like a long time ago, if I was Kino, mm-hmm. like having to run yeah. that stuff. I feel like I would have well, been... Th- think about it. Once you get into this routine of being a robot and you finally get this power a little bit over people, like, you'd, you'd, you'd relish in that. And you just bit. go through the motions. It's kind of a you protection. Learn... Especially, in a way. especially in, like, a prison yeah. situation, I guess. You have a well, certain I feel, protection. I feel, like, I feel like that's why he did this, like, you know, when, when you first meet him, he's like, I have 217 days, and if you fuck this up, I will personally... Do, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I, right. I, mm-hmm. he, I mean, he, he's got that, that, that Deirdre attitude. Like, I swear to God, dude, if you screw this shit up, I will fucking... Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and I don't, or, you know, I don't know. So I, I really like that he has that, like, zero bullshit tolerance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do, too. From the beginning, Andy Serker, he does—he's good in whatever he does. But I, I like him in here, like how much authority he has, his cold confidence he has to run anything. All right, how about silence, everyone? You know, yep. it's just a rumor. Maybe it's real. He's maybe it's not. Program. I don't know if it's necessarily authority, but I think it's like a respect. Yeah, he has like a respect. Obvious, about. like all, like hundred in. I think they say it's a hundred on yeah. floor, forty-nine on each, like whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like you know he's clearly respected in this mm-hmm. like um, this like collective of men. Yeah. You know, like he's clearly one of the higher respect, not just by authority, but just on who he is. You yeah. Know. Yeah. And did you uh, find it, Justin? Yeah, it's uh, been retired since 2018. Really? Yeah. Damn. That that means like all the new movies or the sequels. <laughs> Yeah, so Bye. Mandalorian hasn't had it. Um, they, they episode it episode nine didn't have it. Uh, the band Vance didn't have it. Um, yeah, absolutely named. It's I knew, and it it's just in Star Wars films. Wilhelm Scream is only retired from Star Wars films. It's not like completely retired in Hollywood, but they're not going to use it anymore in Star Wars. So. Okay. Fine. It's very, very interesting. I that still we think they're gonna anymore. say I got a bad feeling about this because it, it was in Rogue might. One. Maybe it was in Rogue might. One. They might. Or they'll say it and it will shut up. To finish you know, it. Like die or whatever. Just... And and actually, to be completely honest with you, they did say it in Rogue One. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, they did. Well, oh, okay. they did, but they but K two didn't get to finish he, the line. He gets cut off. And he yeah. Dies. Speaking of K two. I have a theory. Yes. Yeah. Uh, 
this is going to end with them getting out of jail. We all know that. But during the escape, they stun a one of those robots and they bring it along on their escape. And that's what and you became... think that's K2? Yep. I've been wanting to. This is what I've, I like. Honestly, I could care less about anything else in this series from the beginning. When I found out that this was even going to be a series, I'm like, I just want to know how he meets K2. I don't give a shit about anything else. I just want to know how he meets K2. He's like my favorite character. Love it. I'm starting I'm to fan. think that uh, Luthen's ship, the ship that talks, is actually going to be K2's consciousness. That they're going to upload Luthen's ship Ooh. into a K2 droid. I like it. That's interesting. I like that idea. I like that too. I think that's uh, kind of because they they it'll be the reverse effect from the L L3 droid from Solo getting put into the Falcon. Yeah. It'll be. Gotcha, gotcha. Doing it, I, so. see, I see your point. Okay. okay. Ooh, I like I that do idea. Um, anyway. So with that, then, we, uh, we're we basically at the end of talking about the plot points that happened. Um, I'm pretty much done with my notes. Does anybody have any other notes that they wanted to I discuss? Would, uh, Let's start with Jake. I want to talk about like what they're building in that prison. Oh, yeah, yeah. What the building? Yeah, for sure. I my theory. I don't think they said what it is, but I don't think they did. But my theory is it's Death Star parts, because they're killing a lot of men pretty quickly. I know. Oh. I know. Because because think about it right now, that I know that I know Emperor Palpatine. He's the emperor, but there is still political heat he has to deal with. If this comes out now, like mm-hmm. later, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But now, if it comes mm-hmm. out now, he'll have more problems to deal with. Like why are you making a planet killer? Like, why is that a mm-hmm. thing for the Empire when you're trying to, like, put on this facade? Like, oh, we're peaceful and kind of shoving Mom Moff off to the side. That would just give her a bunch of points. Maybe that's why Maybe that's why they killed everyone on level that, two exactly. because someone that's found gonna, out. They found out. Either they to... found out or or the, the, the story is real and they made a mistake. Like, oh, he, he's supposed to leave and they found no out. Way. And they, There's no way. Either way, this Death Star was built on dead men. <laughs> I I can this has got to be Death Star parts. It's yeah. not Star. It's not Star Destroyers. I, nothing else. I would. Uh, be I would Star actually. Parts. I would believe that like wholeheartedly because Andor. This is how Andor probably learns about the Death Star, mm. and figures out that they need to find find a way to destroy it because Andor knows about it. Does he in the film? You know, in the Rogue movie. One. Like I remember he. I don't remember yeah. him. Ooh. Does he? Like they're all looking for a planet killer. They're, all of them reach, are looking man. for their. We- yeah. I think they're all looking for the weapon, the planet. I the, the, don't. They're looking for the blueprints to a weapon that the Empire has been building yeah. for a long time. Okay. They don't know it's the, necessarily the Death Star until they're on Jeddah. All right. And it gets blown up with Andor on it, flying away from right. it. But so, I, I think that the they're looking for a it, weapon yeah. blueprint. So at the beginning of the movie, until obviously, you know, um, saw, you know, hands over the, uh, you know, uh, recording or whatever, um, they don't know what they're looking for. They just know that they're receiving a piece of information that will turn or change okay. the events of the war, right? Okay. And it's not until um, she Juno's reveals. Dad tells her. Yeah. Yeah. What that exactly it uh, is. Okay. And she reveals it to you know, Mon Mothma and everybody. Yes. Yes. So he doesn't know what it is, but I do There's think. There's something out there. 
I do think he has like that's why he says the phrase you know like um some of us didn't choose you know some of us don't get to just choose when it's convenient for us to be a rebel you know others were like born into it or whatever his phrase is i don't remember what he says yeah no that Um, and that that actually makes a lot of sense thank sense thanks you for thanks you god what is wrong with me today thank you for the clarification yeah. massive stroke on yes. that i guess <laughs> man my god i really liked all that i mean like again you're you're right i feel like his his death we knew it was coming obviously we saw it a mile away but what i think is interesting is that i didn't think i thought that they were going to basically stretch it until like that like 40 days right oh how many days this is is the deadline we need to have our plan done by this motherfucking day that makes sense the fact that he dies is like oh shit no we're escaping like tomorrow Tomorrow. yeah right you know like our plan was like a month from now and now we're like I guess we'll just run with it, you know. I guess th- so. Obviously, that's why shit's gonna go bad, right? right. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah, my- um, yeah, and it's it's gonna be really interesting to see how everything falls into place in the next episode. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited yeah. for yeah. sure. Um, were there any other notes that you had, Jake? Um, not that I'm on top of my mind. That's the, uh, that's the okay. one. Th- well, that's don't... the one thing I want to talk about. Was like I bet those are Death Star parts, and Pal- and Palpatine has to keep the secret. From a lot of people, other than Vader, that's like right. no one else. Maybe Tarkin, probably Tarkin, and maybe Tar- Tarkin. I know by the sorry, I have the new Thrawn book. Thrawn technically finds out himself, but that's a that's another thing. But anyway, yeah, he, yeah, does. he always does his <laughs> Thrawn. But anyway, but th- it makes perfect sense. Like they would just fry a whole level. Yeah, they could have made up that story. If they found out. They, they, they could have made up that story. Yeah. Like, oh, he came back from this level. And they found out, so they had to kill everybody. There's a good chance that's that's BS and like and just okay, make them feel like they're leaving and then just fry the level, and then all oh, oh they right. rebelled or they did this or did this or just make something up. It's a prison, they, you know, make whatever up. But I gotta feel those are Death and Star I'm parts. Sure, those are gotta be Death Star I'm parts. I'm sure, I'm sure that we're gonna find out exactly yeah. what parts those are and exactly what happened to those prisoners yeah. in the next mm-hmm. episode or two. You know, and it's it's gonna be a great reveal. Yeah. So that's my theory, though. It's I'm I'm definitely yeah. Claire, were there any other notes that you had for this episode that you wanted to cover? Don't forget, we do have segments, too, to go through. Um, I'm really... I really like the... Um, I'm, um, the, the, the whole, you know, uh, what is it, Bix, you know, where they're on... What is it, Ferrix? Is that the, is that the planet that they're all on? Okay. Yep. yep. Um, so... I'm I'm really intrigued to see you know Vel's I don't know if they're married you know um, well for for lack of better word you know her significant other obviously um, she's a badass I'm really excited to see you know what comes out you know like what what's gonna happen like is is Andor's mom gonna get you know is uh, is she gonna die what you know is she gonna go out swinging because this, this woman is clearly like you know. 90 whatever the hell and sick and she's like you know what i'm gonna go out swinging anyway who you know how many of these motherfuckers oh. can go down with oh, me oh you mean you know? petunia <laughs> <laughs> oh god yeah no i i think uh i'm really i, I yeah i'm i'm 
I'm I'm excited to see the whole Belle, her and her mom, or sorry, her her spouse and um basically the fair the Ferrix arc. I'm really excited to see yeah. where that just like kinda goes and yeah, I'm, for I sure. Know, I'm really, 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 really happy. And I do like the evolution that has happened with Kino with this whole like um at from, first he's just like do from not bad cop to screw good with cop. me bro yeah do not screw with me bro i and i i i really hope he doesn't die i really hope well he he's gonna die, die to create snoke gonna, so sorry gonna... to break it to you but <laughs> well, yeah but yeah. he never show his face as snoke so you know I mean, well not until he gets he thrown into a big vat of acid look at look at look at <laughs> um no 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 Look at um oh my god why am I drawing a blank um the Joker I know he's gonna Anthony look exactly Daniels. like oh. no Anthony <laughs> Daniels he becomes a fighter pilot in episode nine oh yeah that's know? right yeah. that's right well they so, they didn't I, nobody wanted to be in episode nine so they had right. to ask Anthony Daniels right. to play two parts right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and the whole Snoke thing kind of falls on its ears because it, it's just it's just Palpatine playing a VR game from. The, yeah, yeah, we don't need to get technical, sorry. okay? Just <laughs> <laughs> Palpatine going, eh, da, 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 da. too technical. <laughs> Justin, were there any other notes that you wanted to cover before we moved on to segments? Let's head to segments. Head to segments, he says. No. Okay, so this week, the first segment that we have is... He's no good to me dead. He will not be permanently damaged. It is Boba's Bounty. The part of the show where we talk about our favorite new character, ship, droid, uh, planet, anything new that's been brought into Andor. Uh, the caveat to this is our guests get to pick their, their favorite new thing from the entire series, and Justin and I can only pick our favorite new thing from this episode. So let's start with Justin, because cause we gotta we gotta be like particular here okay okay what's your boba's bounty for episode nine my boba's bounty is something we talked about earlier it's a little controversial but i feel like it's smitten cyril smitten cyril you mean cyril in love yeah i liked cyril seeing him like all obsessed with her (laughs) but like it's not like as much as i want it to be a love connection it's not it's really like a show of respect and how she picked up the the mantle of when the empire shut him down, and now she's actually driving. Like, oh, the Andor, yeah, he's bad, and he sees this, and he's absolutely respected. Uh, like, sees that aspect of her and respects it. But I loved that. Like, when I first watched it, I thought he just what he liked her, and I feel like that was a lot of people's initial reactions. Okay, I that's I mean that was my initial reaction for sure. So I, uh, that's funny though. That what a what a good pick for that, smitten, Cyril. I I love that. Jake, what about you? What's your Boba's bounty for? You could, you could choose anything from this entire series. Well, okay, it's actually tough because I like you know uh, Kino, Andy's character. He I like him. He's a pretty good character. But I'm also kind of liking Lucin as well because he's very mysterious. And he that when they first met Andor, he's like, I know who you are. He knows everything about him. He don't know how, why or how. And I'm kind of, I'll pick Lucin here. Uh, I can't pick once. I'll pick the. I'll just pick uh, Lucin because he, he's just a cool character, and he has that shop full of like you know, 
awesome things and a lot of Easter eggs, <laughs> you know, a lot of these things. And yeah. I won't go into that, but, you know, a lot of cool stuff. And, he, you know, he knows Andor from somewhere and Andor doesn't know who he is. And he knows everything about Andor. And it's very, very peculiar, very interesting, you know, open up a, a new storyline there or something like that. I kind of want to know how he knows him and what his background is. You don't know anything about him, really. At least I don't know anything about this losing guy. I that that's a great pick, and that's been a like a general consensus for the entire mm-hmm. show. Everybody loves Luther, mm-hmm. and so it it definitely oh, yeah. makes sense. Um, Claire, what about you? What is your Boba's bounty for this series? I'm gonna go off the wall. Um, and honestly, I really like Vel a lot. Um, that's a great I'm pick. excited. I I. I just love the fact that they like, you know, it's like they got away with it. They got away with the heist. You know what I mean? Like, I love that. And that, that she's, you know, now this like, you know, how does, how does Mon Mothma say it? Like, go play the rich girl or whatever. Um, so I love the fact that she's got like this like money and she's like spending it on her niece, you know, and um, I'm really excited to see um, how she gets tied in at the end and how she, um, you know, uh, gets uh, looped in, and honestly, she looks a lot like the um, that lady in episode nine. I cannot think of her name. Um, give me a second. Um, give me a second. Uh, she says, talking like but Finn's Finn's little love interest, the one that everyone thinks. Was... No, 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 no. It's uh, it's no. an older woman, and she's really the. Depra- She's really depressed when, uh, you know, uh, Leia's gone, blah, 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 blah. And then oh, at the end, they embrace. Yes. Okay. They embrace. She embraces uh, 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 her spouse, who's also a female character. Right. Right. So, like, I'm not saying that they make it all the way through, but it's very interesting that they kind of look alike. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and there is that huge age gap between, you know, now, you know, obviously we know where we are in the timeline and episode nine there's you know that would only put so many years but anyway the timeline would fit so it would i don't know i just i like it was something that i thought of um when i was watching i'm like oh she kind of looks like this chick and ooh, but she's got a female spouse and ooh, maybe it's the same person you know i don't know hopeful wishing i guess you know, we'll, <laughs> we'll see um no but i'm really excited to see what what how she plays into this with luthan again and yeah, uh, you know, is she gonna meet up with him? And you know, we'll see, we'll see. Because, like you said, Luthen was last we saw him, he was flying away from wherever Saul it was, right? Wherever he was, I don't remember what what planet, the new planet that he was on. Yo, oh, dude, I don't. I, it's so hard for me to remember that. If I don't write it down, I'm, I'm yeah. never gonna remember. <laughs> oh no, totally, no, totally, yeah. And I and and of course, I didn't write planet names down. Go figure. I tried. Right. That's hard um, to remember. I, I... So th- those are excellent, excellent picks, guys. Mine is just Olaf, my favorite new character. Like he was in the last one, of course, um, but he was uh, he was really good in this. Yeah. One. So I do wanna I do wanna just bring up Cyril in love, and that's this right here. <laughs> You're welcome. For that. Um, oh, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> You spent time mm. on so, that one. I actually just made that right now while you guys oh. were talking about your post bounties. 
solicitor's talk. Put yeah. this right here. I'll, I'll, I'll put, put it right here. <laughs> I'll put that on. I'll put that on the Twitters for everyone to yes. see at QuestMeTMA if you want to see the awesome picture of Cyril awesome Smitten. But let's move on to our second segment, which this week is. It is the Sarlacc Killer Shot, the part of the show where we talk about our favorite still shot and or scene of, ha, and or, of, and or. <laughs> nice shot. God, that was but terrible. It, yeah. <laughs> Nailed so it, buddy. So let's bring up, uh, let's start with, uh, let's start with Claire's here. Claire, yours comes in at the, about, you said 18 minutes and 56 seconds-ish. So I, I think Ish. it's this one right here. Am I right on that? Yes. Perfect. Tell yes. us about this shot and why you chose it. So, like, this is when he's like, you know, it's like, we know nothing. Um, and I really, really like the just the seriousness and the look in his face where he is, like, really starting to realize, like, oh, shit. This is really, really bad. And this is starting to get worse before it's going to get better. Um, I just, I just loved that this was like, it was that like, it's almost it because obviously Olaf hasn't died yet, but this is like that almost point where it's like, should I help Andor? should I help this dude? Like, maybe I should tell him there's 12 dudes, but I don't know. I just, I, I he's I realizing know, it's, right it's, now it's, that he's going to have to make a choice basically. Yes. Yeah, moment. exactly. We were talking about that line, right? Like, and like, this is this, uh, this is his moment of like, where is this line? Right. Exactly. Is it me? Is it me? Is it my life or is it, you know? Yeah. But I also I, do like that. I love that shot too. Out for everybody. His his facial yes, expressions. Yes. The name of this Sarlacc killer scene or Sarlacc killer shot. This episode is literally facial expressions because three of the four of us chose different scenes that have extreme facial expressions, and this is one of them. It's it's amazing how much these actors can speak through just their expressions. Oh, yeah. And there's, yeah. no, th this is like no different. Andy Circus doing this like. Oh my God! Andy this is circus. bad. Yes. Did I say circuit? Yes. Sorry. That's good enough. No. Short circuit. <laughs> no, I said Andy Circus being Andy Circus. Oh yeah, like, yeah, just yeah. Being who he is <laughs> yeah, as yeah. just like just as an actor and just being able to pull something through yeah. eyesight, you know. Yeah. Excellent, excellent pick. Um, let's go on to Jake here and let's get to your pick, which is at the 16 minute and two second mark. Tell us about this pick. Yeah, this is just a cool shot. I mean, it just looks really, really cool. I when they when when she's talking and like all I can see by looking at this is episode three when Yoda and Sidious are fighting. Now you just look at that like, yeah, they were right there, just tearing things up. But that, but at the <laughs> yeah. same time, if you just throw that aside, you go, yeah, this is the same. You know, this is like the prequels right here. You know, this is where everybody met throughout those movies. They always came here, like right. you know, Palpatine becoming a senator, Padme voicing concerns, Queen Amidala, all this stuff, and it's just a cool shot. It's a really cool shot, like how how it looks. I just thought it's a cool shot. I saw that, my like, that looks really nice. And you know, I actually so I had two different shots because the first one I picked is very similar to yours, and I'll show it really quick. Mm -hmm. um, it's 
It's a. It's literally twenty two seconds later, and it's the shot where Mon Mothma is looking yeah. at the crowd. Yeah. And yes. and doing that's another that whole too. thing because th- this that's whole daunting. scene of the Senate is incredible. Yeah. And then here, even in this, um, you can see the lights starting to turn off. Right. Like people yeah. starting to this, not be involved. You it's know? actually funny. This shot right here you're showing me, I almost picked this too. That would have been a little awkward. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're like, oh, we got the same shot. No, but yeah. This is why this is why you guys pick your shots first so, because I always pick mine last. I see. So it's mm-hmm. it's perfect. Okay. okay, good. And but these two shots were, were very similar and very and I good like at this portraying shot too, like it's a different view. You don't see that view. I've actually never seen that view yeah. from that angle. It's very haunting, very it's, like it, it feels like soulless. If it, if it intimidating. Just, it just feels like it's soulless. Yeah. Like it is, it's not the same thing as it used to be. Like right. things just feel bleak. Like, off. Yeah, off. like it's looming over you. Yeah, the light yeah, feels weird. Sure. It just everything in there is just weird and it's perfect. Lighting's good. Everything looks great. It's a good shot. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, I, I, and and both of you guys just shots. Excellent, excellent picks. Um, I couldn't obviously I couldn't think of any better ones. <laughs> um, <laughs> Justin, you are up next at the 27 minute and 28 second mark. Wait, Tell did you say your second one? I'm sorry, Josh. Did you no, say you're your good. second one? I have one. You said, Don't that worry. You, had, you, you said you had two. I do have two. Don't worry. I got one. Oh, oh okay. Oh, you're going after Justin. My bad. I am. Yep. Little, oh, my yep. bad. My no, bad. you're good. Just but Justin, tell me to be quiet. <laughs> you're good. You're good. <laughs> Justin, tell us about your shot here. Another facial expression. Oh, this I, I don't remember Cyril's mom's name, but this is like the moment where her she looks to Auntie me figus. She looks like a little rodent or a squirrel. She does. And she's sort of like caught off balance here. Because this is the moment where she's like bitching at uh, Cyril. I think she says something about how she hasn't seen a return on her investment and how XYZ yeah. she's been taking care of him. And he's like, oh, I got promotion. And then she's like, wait, what? what? And it's that moment <laughs> yeah. of the, what? And then, oh, 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 I'm so proud. It's like the fakest hug ever. It's like, God, yeah. man. But His mom so sucks. Funny. I know. This terrible. Is... Just oh, a she's bitch. horrible. <laughs> Just... Again, awkward anti-social child because his mom sucks yeah. i don't know oh, i oh, see it i see it yeah i see it his you're definitely seeing in these scenes for sure that his mom had a huge role big influence on his awkward upbringing do you think he went to prom for with sure. her oh <laughs> <laughs> no way no way no way he wasn't good enough so. for that he had to take a cardboard cutout of his mom <laughs> yes okay i go with josh on that I didn't think about that but amazing pick Justin another facial expression mine is also a facial expression coming in at the 12 minute mark it is right when Bix is getting her ass tortured Mm -hmm. Uh, getting tortured Um, or and it's like right (laughs) you know she looks like she's like dropping a hot one I can't believe I messed that up. But anyway, the way that she looks right here is very, very scary. And it is very torturous, you know, and it's uh it's why I picked it because like it's it's a split second right when the camera pans up and she starts screaming, you're like, Oh yeah, no, that sucks. 
That's no fun at yeah. all. So I, I had to pick another facial expression. And we don't know what's in those headphones. Uh, we don't know what we don't know. I mean, we can speculate what it sounds like, but we're never gonna know, and that's all we get. Probably not. <laughs> I hope they don't they don't explain it because I it's, I think it's just better for us to just think about it in our heads, just imagine what that sounds like to make you go ooh, crazy. Ooh. That's totally something Dave Filoni yeah. would do, too. Yeah. Yeah, just be right. like, oh, let your imagination run wild, why don't yeah. you? Because yeah. it's telekinetic or whatever. Or, yeah. Totally some shit he would do. Yep. And it's it's perfect. It so I, I really, really, I loved that portrayal of like the torture device. Um, I loved the cutscene after that where it fades to the door shutting and goes straight to Andor. And it's just like a new hope when Leia's getting tortured and the door closes. Yeah. And it, but yes. anyway, excellent picks, guys. That. Thank you so much for participating no, in this week's Sarlacc Killer Shot. We have one more segment before we call it quits. And as always... <laughs> It's the Tuscan Raider. It's the part of the episode where we rate the show. So this week, we're going to rate episode 9 of Andor out of 10 Death Star parts. Let's start with Jake. What would you rate this week's episode of Andor out of 10 Death Star parts? I would rate this, to get right to it, 7 out of 10. And this is why. Because it's a great episode, and there were some like parts where things slowed down a little bit, even though I'm really into the, into um, my Mothma's story. It, it, goes, it bounces back and forth a little bit, and there are some slow parts, but it's not... It's not uh, hurt in the episode or anything but i give it like a seven or an eight out of ten around that area that's my pick perfect seven out of ten claire what about you um this is my favorite episode of the series so far because i giggled and and then i was like oh like i actually like you know was like hurt so this episode played with my emotions in a lot of different aspects so in my opinion i'm in that aspect, I'd totally give it at least a nine, at least. A nine, because it's okay. my favorite out of all of them all so right. far of the nine episodes that have come out. Justin, what about you? Out of ten Death Star parts, well, I feel like I'm letting everyone down. I'm giving it a six. Ooh, like I enjoyed the episode, but I, I'm still reserving that ten for probably the ending. Oh, but, yeah. uh, it, it was a lot of filler. It yeah. was a lot of buildup. Yep. Like, I, I appreciate the detail of the show and where where it's going. But, yeah, just a six for me. Yeah. Okay. And I'm actually on a seven oh. out of ten. Ooh. So we're all fairly close. So uh, let's see if I did a little bit of math. We're at a 72%. On this episode, which is not bad, yeah. um, I'll round up and actually go to a seventy-three percent. Uh, but yeah, so so good episode for for this week. We're we're pretty average between seventies and eighties. I don't think we've had below or higher than an eighty-five quite yet. Um, I'm sure that will change as the season goes on. Um, that being said, that's that's it. That's all we got for this week. Um, all right. I do, I do want to thank everyone in the live chat that was there. I know you were there, even though you weren't chatting with us. I want to thank you all for being there. Um, we, like I said, go live every Tuesday at about 8, 8.30 Mountain Standard Time. So for Quest Me, I have been your host. I have, I'm Jake. And I'm Claire. And yeah, I'm Justin. 
<laughs> and of course, my name is Josh, and we will talk at you next week. May the Force be with you.